Yo, you're crazy. You know what? Last time you said that, I was trying kind of tripping, right? Easy, easy. Wait, wait. See, you ain't even let me I'm finish. I'm sorry, my bad. Go ahead. Last time you said that, I was kind of tripping, right? But now you're right. I am crazy. And you know what else? I don't give, give a fuck. fuck. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Come on, are you serious? What Juice. movie then? Bishop. It was crazy ass. No. It's crazy you know ass. Oh, yeah. You didn't get this one then. I wasn't going to say the names of the people though. That one is so. That's like, why and I that's, say you Bishop, know you're crazy. Yeah, but that you know what's crazy though? Is that that's such a simple ass line, but like if you know the movie, you know that line. Like yeah. you know that literally the moment you said, you know, first time you said that, I was tripping. <laughs> that's Bishop. Nigga, that's, that's Bishop. It's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's a... I mean, if you got another one in in a, in a chamber, like I think I, I think I got one more. Because I feel like that was that was that was. Let me see. Let me see. All right. What you know about control, big chops? What? What do you have control? <laughs> what the fuck is big chops? I control my life. That's bullshit. I got more control of your life than you do. How you figure that? I'm letting you breathe, ain't I? You can't even walk on your own block without getting fucked up by the red ants. Wow. Yeah, I don't know that. But that's 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 a little deep. That's a little fucked up. That's juice. That was juice. I was too? Bishop and um and um the big boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to him? He ain't in movies <laughs> no more at all. He was in Lean on Me. He was in mad movies in the nineties. <laughs> and then none. Just like just like uh fucking That's what happens. Stacy. Mad movies in the in the nineties and then none. Stacy. Yeah, Stacy from. Oh, the yeah. one. Oh. I don't know his real name. His name is Stacy. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Be like that. It do. It be like that. But what's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of. Oh my goodness. You you are you gonna try? I just I flipped right. Episode forty seven. Okay. There we go. Oh, so you're not. Nah, I'm okay. This time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh. Uh, you're welcome, baby. <laughs> what are you loving on? I'm loving on hoodie weather. It's not that cold, but it's not it's not hot anymore either. But you could just put on a hoodie, go outside, you know, and just be chilling. Mm-hmm. You don't need to dress up. I mean, I wore my coat like twice, my big coat. I mean, those days was cold as fuck, though. Yeah, like- but, but now I got to buy more because Booba like to steal my shit. Why are you lying? Why are you lying? You got on my shit right now. <laughs> That's valid. That's valid. But I don't steal all your hoodies. Ninety, I think. Like, I think we can go with a good smooth. Of, we can do seventy. I, I'm comfortable 70%, with seventy because you, you've stolen mine. Seventy percent of the hoodies in the closet are mine. Thirty percent. That's valid. That's valid. I mean, she got a, a hoodie from college that I had wanted, but um, it was getting too small. So yeah, you know. all my hoodies are oversized, but. There's a few of them that you can't wear, but then the ones that you can get away with wearing, like my my hoodie from former place of employment that should not be named. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you stole that and never gave it back. My oversized dark green one, stole that, never gave it back. That's ours. Is that what that is? Okay. So there's a few <laughs> then that, that, that are ours then. Man, so it's not you. really me still. Wow. It's not really me stealing your, your hoodie. Okay, you got it. It's ours. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. What are you loving on, Booba Bear? Hmm? Celebration. Just and what? In general, just like people celebrating. Because I feel like after the year and a half, almost two, that we have had, things are, are slowly um, getting a little bit more normal. Obviously, the new normal. It's nice to see like people getting to really... Be with their people, celebrate mm-hmm. know, milestones and things of that nature. Seeing all this happiness and enjoy on my timeline, and it's just it's a nice thing to see. Nice thing to see. Cool. I mean, what do you think is like, uh, just for like social media, or you think it's genuine? Genuine. I mean, that's always the question. The people you know, that yeah, the people that I'm following versus those influencers. Where everything is a performance is a little bit different, but the people are actually I'm talking about, it's genuine. 
So, but yeah, that's that's honestly though, <laughs> that brings us pretty seamlessly into the topic, mm-hmm. which is oversharing, or like just the where's the fine line when sharing, considering we live in an age of social media, how much sharing is like empowerment and education versus mm-hmm. just oversharing and okay. doing too much too mm. often now the the reason that this actually came about for me is as always will and jada are trending again mm-hmm. right. will just released a book i think a memoir um so honestly it makes sense like they're a brand so I don't know why people don't get it by now. Like they really be be digging in deep, and it's like you really don't understand that this is very obviously a marketing strategy as well. But there's still some validity to like the whole idea of why they be sharing so much mm-hmm. all the time, right? That's how people kind of see it. Um, so I was like, why not? Why not talk about it? Mm-hmm. Why not talk about it? Yeah, that's that's interesting. Like their whole um, relationship how they go about things and stuff and how they connect with the world mm-hmm. like they got like jada got like the red table talk i think yeah mm-hmm. so and then will i see he's going on like tv shows and For stuff the book now. now yeah yeah i think he had a book uh signing in brooklyn oh he did yeah this past week uh, yeah this past week he did because i saw it on um think Ticketmaster or something like that. But yeah, it's crazy. Like, I mean, it's not good to share that much information. So then what's the fine line? <clears throat> what What do you um, think for you would be the fine line? Because I've seen people in the comments, for instance, saying things like, oh, well, should I know more about Will and Jada's marriage or relationship than I knew about my parents' <laughs> relationship mm-hmm. or my grandparents' relationship? And that that's telling to me because, yeah, there is the line between sharing as like a fundamental resource and just oversharing. But then there's also a very common uh, trend of there being a lack of communication amongst generations anyway. So it's like, there's a part of it that is knowledge, uh, Uh, but at what point is it just too much? Yeah, like sharing, like for example, like when he posted that picture of him out of shape Mm -hmm. and there was like a whole trend of people doing it, like mm-hmm. in their boxes and stuff, mm-hmm. and they had the bellies and stuff. But that's cool. Like that's promoting like self self love and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No matter how you look and all that, because we, you know, we, you know, we're gaining weight, whatever. But it's it's normal. Mm-hmm. But when you say stuff like he said recently about not recently, but it's coming up more now um, about like him and Tupac and how he felt with Tupac. That's oversharing because I would never put that out like, yeah, I felt like this about another man. But see, that's the that's the thing about it though. I think that if we if we dig into what's fueling you viewing that as oversharing as opposed to the same vulnerability that it takes for him to take a picture of him overweight, then we really take a look at like what aspect of manhood is he poking. Because to be vulnerable and to compare yourself, that's also human emotion. So, like, in the same way that he was transparent, open Will Smith saying, yo, like, I'm a dad. I'm a I'm a dude. Like, I'm not always 100%. Like, sometimes I look like this. Like, let's work together to get past looking like this, if that's your goal. That's kind of the same conversation that you can have around, like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% all the time, even mentally. Like, there was a point where I was insecure even though I am Will Smith, especially coming from someone like Will Smith, that can be a very empowering message to get from him as well. No, that, that's true. So, like, I think it's really... But I think it was, like, borderline oversharing, like, especially if it's, like, <clears throat> especially comparing yourself to a dead man, like, rest in peace, pot, but, you know, like, that's... Is he dead, though? He's world stupid. may never know. That's, that's, a little, <laughs> that's a little too much. You Just let the man rest, you know, like... You felt that way, all right, it's the past or whatever. He's, he passed away, like, come on, like, you know, this is going too far. It, it, it's like, all right, you felt that way. You said it already before. Now you're bringing it up again. Um, Jada, she's been with probably more dudes than um, than whatever. What's his name? August Alcina. She's probably been with other dudes 
than him, right? I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, I that's know. just, you know, that's just what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. She don't really care who she brings up um, to the forefront, whatever. I think that's that's probably the biggest um, thing about it is this perception that either they're having these conversations first or they're not. Because if they're not, then it looks like she's throwing him under the bus. You know, like where it's like, well, damn, like, d- d- does she hate that nigga? Like, like she always got his name <laughs> in, right, in the right. media. And it's like, I, I would like to think, at least based on what I gather from how they generally communicate, that they have had these conversations before they get out to the public. Like, they're saying yeah. a lot of the same things. So it's not like what she's um, saying is completely you, yeah. out of left field. But I think, again, it might just be an uncomfortable truth because people are not used to knowing that much about somebody else's relationship. Well, what like I get, the, the, what they see is dirty laundry. Well, what I get from it is that I think Will Smith is like kind of, it's like not in regret mode, but like he's like kind of be like with Jada. He's like, yeah, you know, I was a asshole back then. I did a lot of dumb shit in my twenties, in my thirties, maybe. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna let you rock. Get yeah, kind of like yeah. I'm gonna let you get your 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 payback or whatever by any means, and and you know even though it might hurt, uh, you know mm-hmm. I did stupid shit back then, so it's only it's only right because I think with his first son, he was like in his twenties when he had him. His early yeah, 20s. he was, and he was married to some, yeah his son's mother, and he I was I was looking up like the whole dynamic behind Will and Jada, you know, Red Table Talk, all that other shit. And they're, they've always been very open. They've always been very transparent um, in talking about, like, their truth, you mm-hmm. know, and, and what works for them and what doesn't work for them. Um, and he mentioned, yeah, he was like, nah, I'm not getting divorced again. Like, that was one of the things that he was like, absolutely mm-hmm. not. I'm not getting divorced again because he got divorced from his first wife, which is his older son's mother. Right. And he also had mentioned, which kind of makes sense as well, like it's also about the difference in upbringing where he was very traditional. He was very used to, you know, uh, the traditional concept of family and and marriage and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. And Jada was completely unconventional. Like she had lots of uh, unconventional representations of family in her family. So like she didn't even want to get married, apparently. Like, she didn't like mm. the idea of marriage. She didn't like the idea of a conventional wedding um, and all that other stuff. And then eventually kind of came around and sacrificed mm-hmm. because it was the quote-unquote right thing to do. Mm. I so know I, I didn't know that either. But if that's the case, that kind of illustrates what we might be seeing unfold now, which is like, you do at some point like compromise certain parts of you and which parts of those are okay as a compromise and which parts of those are actually like a sacrifice. Mm. Because if it's something like weddings, marriage, upbringing, monogamy, and mm-hmm. you don't really believe in that shit and you have to be convinced otherwise, I feel like that shit festers. Personally, I feel like that festers. Mm. Yeah, that's true. If I that's get, at the I core of like what you actually believe in or want. Yeah, I could get that. But their relationship, I mean, it's it's wide open. Mm-hmm. Like they said it was open marriage, right? They're saying that that's not the case. Well, so, like, I people interpret people interpret it as open. They've never explicitly said that they're open. Um, they've never explicitly said that they they're swingers. Um, but they also don't necessarily say that they're monogamous. So I don't know. Yeah, they got a like weird relationship. And your yeah. idea was what's weird about it. Yeah, like I look at like okay, like they're uh they're like a popular couple, so everybody knows them. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like what if like a like Jay Z and Beyonce mm-hmm. like put their stuff out there like that. They kinda yeah. did. That I whole mean, lemonade album was her putting their shit out there. I mean, yeah, but you can interpret it how you want. Like yeah. it's not like she was saying like, Yeah, yeah, I did this, I did that, I did that. Like they're really putting it out there. Like no, you can't... she literally put it out there. He cheated on me. He did it several times. We almost got divorced. You do that shit again. I'm divorcing you, and I'm taking my child. That's very literal. 
I mean, yeah. All right, let me let me pick a different couple. Like, I was about to say, did you listen to the album? I did. She I didn't really listen ass. to the album. I don't think the album was meant for me. <laughs> what? So four 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 was meant for you? He no. also aired out that <laughs> shit at four four four. They was very just like um. I don't think "Think Like a Man" the book is meant for guys to read. I mean, you can <laughs> read it to get insight, but I mean, it's still not going to make any sense. But um. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say like a couple like all right, Barack and Michelle. All right? Do you see them airing or Denzel and his wife? You see them airing their dirty laundry or stuff like that? See, but that's what I'm saying. Like the 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 conversation really becomes like what qualifies as dirty laundry and to what extent do you share that as knowledge versus oversharing? I mean, because I feel like would you share like your sex life with a, a friend. No, um, most of the time you wouldn't. I mean, most people do. Mm-hmm. They're comfortable doing that. But I mean, I don't think you should. I don't think you should with your friends. I don't think you should share like your sex life and stuff like that. What's your What's your reasoning behind that? Just for so people. I mean, people, I mean, jealousy. <laughs> like people get jealous. That's normal. Like if you overshare too much of your sex life with a friend, I think they might be like, damn, especially if they're not getting no sex, they might be like, damn, like this shit, this shit, she making me fucking horny and shit. Like, I'm gonna have to <laughs> see how big that nigga dick is for real. Wow. Okay. So, no, I'm like saying, like, I'm just being realistic. Stuff like this could happen. I mean, I'm not saying that it can't happen, but people be like, uh, you know, too kitty and this can't happen. It's my friend. Bullshit. Like, you know if your man got a big dick or not. Right? What in the actual fuck? Okay. Um, I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay. though. And then you saying that to your girl. Like, girl, he wore me out. Da, 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 and I mean, I have to see, but that's what I mean. Like, to what extent do you share? Like, I'm not going to sit there and overshare and be like, yeah, last night he did this and he did this new trick and blah, 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 blah. Like, I also don't sit in there and be talking about that, to be completely honest. But, like... There's there's levels. I, I can understand for other people that there's levels, but if you sit there and you going as far as sitting there literally revealing all of his tricks, then that's a little bit much. If you sit there and revealing all of her tricks, then that's a little bit much because that part of it is sacred to you. I mean, people do that though. It's... No, I'm I'm not saying that they don't. I know that they do. Yeah. And then you end up in a goddamn people not gonna just be like, oh yeah, type situation. I had sex. All right, and like, what what do I do? Like. Oh, he did this to me. Yo, girl, he blew my back out. Like, that shit was crazy. <laughs> like, you know, people always share when it comes, especially now. Like, people want more detail. They don't want, like, bland, like, you know, details about whatever. It don't have to be sex. It could be whatever. Like, it, it right. could be with family, family issues. Um, I think sometimes people overshare with that. Mm-hmm. Because then it's like that person didn't need no oh um um what's what's the name I could give uh, Curtis he got a drug problem mm-hmm. or you know he's doing coke or something like everybody don't need to know that I this I I agree that there's levels for sure and there's like a certain just decorum and and set of boundaries that you have mm-hmm. around what details you will and will not provide and also knowing your audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of taking it from there because honestly, like the whole like if if the negative aspect of like sitting there and thinking that your friends are jealous of you and that's why you shouldn't share at all in any of like your happiness again, not sitting there and talking about how big his length and girth is and how many strokes he do in a minute, like nah, that's a little too much. Um, but like the fuel of you not having authentic conversations with the people who are supposed to be a support system. I, maybe I'm just naive, but that, those are not your fucking friends. No, those are not your friends. That's that's not that's not even a. I mean, you could look at it like that, but honestly, you don't you don't know. I mean, stuff could trigger anybody in the sense of like if you tell them something like that, and that's that's what they're needing at the moment. It could be like a whole like it, it's not. It, I don't even think it's about like hundred percent jealousy. Jealousy that, also is, but it comes not in different forms though. It comes in like, yeah, I want that. Like, I'm not, I'm taking you out the the equation. Like, mm-hmm. you as a person, 
Mm-hmm. I'm just jealous of the fact that I want that. Like, you know, I want that for myself. That's a valid emotion. So it's going to look, huh? That's a valid emotion, though. Um, I know. Jealousy is a human valid emotion. One of the episodes, or rather one of the podcasts that I listen to, uh, there's one half of the duo who isn't married, um, doesn't have kids, um, hasn't had like a, a romantic relationship in quite a while. And she's kind of like the only one in her group right mm-hmm. so like there's one person in her friend group that basically has everything she wants mm-hmm. has a kid a healthy relationship you know actual partnership and she had to say very raw like girl i love you but sometimes i can't be around you because you have what i want right and not in terms of like me wanting to take it from you because i would never do that but it's a horrible feeling to have Mm-hmm. because I'm not where I want to be and you are and you're a constant representation or reminder of that. Mm-hmm. that there's truth and there's rawness and necessity in that type of conversation. It doesn't have to be, oh, well, I'm jealous and now I want your man because he can do 50 million strokes. Like, nah, it can just be you hold a mirror to me that I'm not comfortable with. Okay. And you would hopefully, again, it's not necessarily the case for all people, you would hopefully have friends mm-hmm. who are self-aware enough to realize which of those two realities bring truth for them. And if you know that you don't have friends that are like that, absolutely. But mm. you also know that shit. You know that. You mm. know the type of people that you're associated with. I would hope that you would. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. That's true. That's all that I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I just think like people um, could get in their way, their feelings. Oh, absolutely. You know, they're not not intentional, but it's just like you said, you know, she she uh, took herself out of that situation. Right. Mm -hmm. She had to to remove herself and like see her a little bit less until she got to a level of healing where she could be around that positivity because she could really deal with it. Yeah. But that's yeah, that's yeah, that's speaking more of her. Mm-hmm. than anything else i mean but it's like i think that's kind of a a cop-out in a way what do you mean like taking yourself out of that situation because it's like what are you gonna do when something else has changed something else changed like you're gonna keep distancing yourself away from your friend mm-hmm. somebody you call like your your brother your sister and stuff like that just because they're going through an important milestone in their life that you want to achieve someday you're going to keep distancing yourself from that. Like, it's like, that's whack. Because then if the person do it to you, it's like, how would you feel? You know? Because that person might want you there to experience it with them. Like, yeah, I want you to be around my kid and stuff like that so they can know you. And you're like, nah, I don't want to be around that right now. I just look at it like... I don't want to be around your partner. I don't want to be around, like, you know, in your house and whatever, board a house. I don't want to be in that. Like, that's whack to me, though. I, it's complicated. It's complicated, in my opinion, because like I can I can see that as a level of self care, which, as we know, is not selfish. But then, as with most things, like there's levels of it. Like if that's always you're 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 out, and you're not really challenging yourself to really dig deep into why you feel the need to separate yourself. Why are you incapable of being around in situations that hold a mirror to you? Like, are you doing the work on yourself? Then that's a little bit different. But I do realize that people are going through their own shit. People have their own traumas. Um, I am not a a, a main character. Mm -hmm. If at most I'm a co-star and I am okay with that because I have my own shit going on as well. But I think that the transparency and the ability to really have that type of conversation to at least let somebody know that that's where your head is at. That's, that's important because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like a cop out in that regard, because you're actually taking the time to intentionally be like, yo, I hate that I'm feeling like this, but mm-hmm. real shit, this is how I'm feeling. And it's not because of you. It's because of me. And I need to figure out why that is mm-hmm. and in the process of that. I might need to distance myself. That's true. Yeah. I agree with that. But that was a tangent. It was a necessary tangent. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. 
I see a lot of men commenting more often than not about the whole dynamic of Will and Jada and how she's basically being quote unquote allowed to say all this shit because on the surface it's making him look real bad as a man. Right. So like, I'm very interested more so in that, like what, from a male perspective, like what aspects of this are just like hell no, nah, that's too I mean, much. You gotta check. You gotta check your. You gotta check your your, your, your chick, whatever. What? Like, what? Huh? I'm gonna need you to rephrase that. You gotta check your. Chick. Anybody checking nobody? You gotta check. That's the problem, though. Anybody checking? That's nobody. the problem. <laughs> exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> you let. You let. All right. You can't let your woman go. You can't let exactly your, no Yara's arguing with listen, you because she's like fuck that. You can't let your woman go and talk shit like that and put it all out on the air. Exactly, Yara. You gonna let me finish, woman? Because he's talking shit. You can't let your woman go out and put out all your dirty laundry like that and not say shit or not not confront her or not like put that shit to an end. See, but that's what I mean. Where it's like, what is there to check? Because to them, at least this is what I'm getting. That's not dirty laundry. This has been the case for years. They both share. What I will say, though, in terms of just the nature of the type of conversation that this will spark, especially among men, I think that this was a conversation where it probably would have been helpful to have Will be there as well, to mm-hmm. have the conversation and present a male perspective and point of view. Because then it doesn't look like she's throwing him under the bus. Because even if they did have that conversation prior, which I'm pretty sure that they did, it looks like she's throwing him under the bus. I agree. It does look like she's throwing him under the bus and disregarding his feelings because she's saying a lot of shit where most men would be I mean, she don't sound feminine. She she sounds too aggressive, right? She She doesn't. She don't sound... Aggression is a masculine trait? No, no, not aggression. You just now said she sounds too feminine. She sounded really. No, I'm talking about aggressive in terms of like she's pushing it too much. Like she's 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 pushing a narrative too much. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like the actual feeling of aggression, but she's what narrative? Like of oh, we're having problems. We we've been having problems, stuff like that. Everybody doesn't need to know that. Did you listen to the to the full episode? When I I know that she said something about the sex life or something like that. That's why I take it with a grain of salt when people sit there and create memes about stuff because no one actually listened to the full episode. In the episode, what she was talking about is basically what we talk about all the time, which is if you've been with somebody for an extended amount of time, what are the challenges of that? What are the expectations and how often do you need to recharge that? That's basically what the conversation was about. It wasn't her saying that she has a problem with Will. It wasn't her saying that they have a problem in bed. It was her having a real raw-ass conversation and saying, yo, sometimes you have to get out of your own head and communicate your needs because it's selfish to think that they're supposed to know what you want all the time when you're constantly changing. That's basically what So where said. did that come from then? Because the internet always takes shit and runs with it. So then we don't deserve the internet. <laughs> but I was going to bring up that fact too. Um, not it's not throwing it off topic, but no, no, I forgot to mention wait, Miguel's ex-wife, she put a post up about them being together for 17 years, I think married for three or four. Uh-huh. And she's like, uh, there's real love, there's real love out there, something like that. Meaning that I don't know if she's saying this, but I don't know if that was real love or that was just them being young. But people in the comments was they was going off on her. They was like, "What the fuck you mean? Like y'all was together seventeen years and like that wasn't real love? Like what? Like come on? Like she was like nothing in that seventeen years was real love and shit like she that." She never so, said that though. That's no, what I, mean. I know, people but projecting. it's like it's like it, I mean, it's like um, up in the air kind of you thing. Let, you you like, leave stuff open for interpretation, absolutely. But also, she's a brand. He's a brand. She's a celebrity. People viewing that shit and then creating a narrative around it is it's gonna happen in the same way that it would happen for like a Will and a Jada. Would nobody give a fuck if that was fucking um, mom and pop up the street who've been together for mm-hmm. sixteen years and someone said that on Facebook? Anybody gonna sit there and be in their comments? And say, what you mean it wasn't real? You don't know what was going on behind closed doors. And we've said several times before, like it don't matter if people are together for twenty years. I mean, the length of time shit. that you were together don't mean shit. 
I mean, it should. I mean, it should. hopefully I mean, it will. I, I, but that's not that's that's not the only factor for um, if something's actually working is how long. I'm not gonna say it doesn't mean anything, but but it, it doesn't mean everything. Doesn't mean it's like with me, I look at it differently. If you've been together that long, I look at it as like I I heard this in a movie. It's mm-hmm. like it gotta be something worth fighting for. In in that in that seventeen years, if you say that, it gotta be something worth fighting for. You can't just tell me, oh, this person did this, this person did that. Bullshit. Like, um, no, like you say, people have been together for like fifty years. You can mm-hmm. hear stories sixty years. Ain't no way nobody is hurt somebody in a in any way, and you'd be like, that person's had a clean slate that whole sixty years. That's mm-hmm. bullshit. Like they're good now, yes, because you grow, you mm-hmm. change, you grow, you grow together and stuff like that. That's a relationship. That's being mature. The yeah, yeah. People would be like, oh, like people are so quick to like give up on stuff just because they don't like something a person did. Mm, yeah, you know, it's so quick to give up. It's like, ah, I don't like it. Uh, this person uh, is turning me off. Like uh, that, you know. So then, what I'm hearing is that there's value. In the trials and tribulations. So I don't really see the hurt. If they've had these conversations, they're both on the same page. Neither of them are being hurt by the, you know, airing of this shit. What's the actual detriment of the conversations that they are forcing people to have? Because quite honestly, what they're forcing are conversations about the trials and tribulations in a long-term relationship. And those are not spoken about enough. Well, you're like, you're going to see the Michelle and Barack. You're going to see the Denzel and Pauletta. Like, you're going to see that. But wouldn't it be that much more informative and helpful for them to also be having raw-ass conversations about the time where Barack was ready to fucking divorce her or blah, blah, blah. Like, those are also very significant conversations. And those are not had. All we do is look up to, quote-unquote, these people who have been together for X amount of years and we say that they're goals, but we don't really know the work that goes I into mean, it. And that's why, I, honestly, probably why the generation now, they don't think about the work that goes into a relationship because they expect it to just be 20, 30, 40 years of fucking bliss. And that's not true. I think like, okay, like, yes, Denzel and Barack, I'm pretty sure they had their issues and yeah. relationship. But I think they're like a part of the older generation where, where it's like, private. they keep shut. Yeah under wrap mm-hmm. like they're not gonna be blabbering or everything and putting it out there and shit like that they're gonna keep it like they're gonna be like nah like you know we did what we did what you know nobody's gonna know about it you know but that's what i'm saying like, but like at what no, point I know. Is that is at what point of at that does that become a resource because if i'm thinking personally about people like a lot of these people don't have like don't necessarily have indicators of long-term relationships right and that's a big part of it where like you don't have realist like realistic representations of long-term relationships in your life and mm-hmm. if you do like your grandparents and blah 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 you don't know shit about their marriage mm-hmm. you don't know shit about their relationship so for those people who have absolutely no representations of a marriage lasting 20, 30, 40 years and actually having the capacity to talk about that shit in a very raw way, isn't this helpful? Well, well, this is helpful, but I don't think you should know what your grandparents did because I don't think it's it, it matters because you should be in your child's like I said, be in a child's place. You not you don't post to know you don't post to know what happened in, in their relationship. No, That's I'm talking not about gonna now. I'm not, I'm not talking about when you were a child. I'm talking about like, like even that. now. It's not going to help you. You that that they're you're comparing like when people do that, they're gonna they're trying to they're comparing their generation to their grandparents. It's completely different. The way your grandparents was raised and the way you were raised is completely different. So you can't you can't compare the two. Whatever. How they survived on their relationship is how they survived. And that's it. They're not going to, they don't supposed to discuss that with you even in your thirties. It's not going to help. It's not going to, it's just going to make it, it's just going to make it more complicated because then you're going to, what people tend to do is compare 
generations to generations. Like, See, but oh. that's different. If that's if that's the approach that you're going to take, where you're you're using it as a force of comparison, as opposed to a stepping stone or information, then that's different. For me, there's value in knowing what the trials and tribulations of my my grandparents are, and I know them. Now, does that mean that I'm comparing our marriage to theirs? No. No, I know. Does that mean that it was helpful for me to know from my grandmother's perspective, from my grandfather's perspective, like what were the fucking hell knows? Like what the fuck was going down? Like for real? Because another thing is you don't stay in a child's place internal, like um, eternally. You're a grown ass fucking adult. You become an adult in a, in a family that should also see you as a fucking adult. And that starts with having real ass fucking conversations. No, but the, uh, yeah, I agree with that. But a lot of people are not like you. A lot of people would just be like, they would, they would use it to compare. And yeah. And look at their parents differently. Like, that's why you don't, you don't say too much. Like, you don't, you just be like, yeah, we went through this. We went through that. Like, you don't discuss like, oh, this is what happened with me and your grandmother. Cause then it's people tend to choose sides. People what? tend to choose sides. And that's how family dynamics get messed up because this person would be like, oh, yeah, your grandfather, he dogged your grandmother out when when he was young and stuff like he did this, he did that. Mm -hmm. They have a whole like three hour session with them Mm -hmm. and they got all this information. And and, all they got from it was that granddaddy was a dog. Yeah. And then they like, (laughs) yo, like what? I used to look up to him and stuff like that. How could he do that? And that's how it starts. And then that's how the family dynamics get kind of unbalanced. Everything gets complicated and because of how humans decide to na- navigate. Certain yeah, things. because Absolutely. a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people from my family will say, oh, this person did that, but this person, but I don't go based on people's word. Like mm-hmm. people have their different experience with, you know, that person. But I'm just saying. I mean, that's informative though, because that also kind of still applies to what we're talking about, which is like, it's, it's, it has more to do with how people outside of their relationship are navigating how much is too much. And that has more to do with the people receiving the information than it has to do with Will and Jada. Mm -hmm. Because it's the audience. Like if you're at a place where that information to you is emasculating as opposed to informative, then you're going to see it as oversharing. If you're coming from it from a place of though they've been married for X amount of years, I listened to the full episode. This is actually what she was saying. Will saying the same thing in his book. Then you're coming from it at a place of no, this is this is necessary sharing. This is knowledge because mm-hmm. I don't have these representations in my own family. So it's good to have some type of uh, representation of what the reality of a long term relationship is. Mm. But that still kind of connects to. That next point, which you were saying about like people having unrealistic expectations or being turned off the moment that they don't like something. And that kind of brings me to what I feel like is the opposite spectrum of this, which is like undeniably whether we agree that Will and Jada, as a particular example of oversh- are oversharing, mm-hmm. there is definitely an overstimulation mm-hmm. when it comes to what we see, what we hear, what we navigate, because social media is always on. People are always on. People are always performing. You have more access to information and and representations of people as opposed to the actual people. Um, And that made me think about um, what went viral from your wife, your your celebrity wife, um, Ari Lennox, Mm -hmm. right? When she was talking about how she basically hates the fact that she has a desire for romance right. because she's never been in love and she doesn't know if it's actually realistic to aim for it because she, I think she said that she gets bored too fast or she's not satisfied long enough and she doesn't want to settle. And I'm like, there was a lot of people in the comments reposting, yes, putting it on their stories. And I'm like, but do y'all really understand and hear what she's actually saying? That's probably coming from like trauma though. People would say like people like that be like, yo, they they dislike a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you say something like positive, they'd be like, oh no, nah, I don't think it's that great. Like mm-hmm. that's what kind of vibes I'm getting from her. Like I've been around people like that. Oh yeah. Like people, you'll be like, oh no, nah, I, w- I did this on day night. Oh, that's whack. Like. 
especially now, I think it's like, I'm glad like I got out, like I don't have to deal with dating and stuff like that. Cause that's you're welcome. Your, no, you're welcome. Wow. Well, I had to yeah, co-sign Celine, but here we go. Exactly. So you're welcome. No, you're welcome. Because I could have said nah, nigga. I chose nah, you. Nah, nigga. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I had if to say I didn't, yes, Okay, nigga. if I didn't say anything at all, this one and this this right here, like this whole life ah! that we're living, here we go. it wouldn't be happening right now. We Literally. wouldn't be doing a podcast number 47. Listen. Fucking, you wouldn't be fucking, um, you know, you wouldn't be here. I would still be here. You just wouldn't be no, beside me. You sir. wouldn't be here. Like, Trust and belief. No. <laughs> Listen. Just you know, you're right. You had to make the move. I had to accept the move, though. So who that's, has? That's who different has... because I could also be persistent. I could be consistent too. No, you I can't. Be... I'm not. I'm not knocking you. I could have got you in college. We have social media. I could have found you on LinkedIn. I could have found you all on these, Facebook. All of these things are true. I this am not. Could have happened. I am not negating. I, the, I am not negating that I your put effort. The chip. I am not negating that your effort was not noticed. I'm just saying, when there's an alley oop, the person who actually pushes that shit through the basket is the person in the air. I'm the nigga in the air. Cause you had to pass the ball to me, and I had to decide, yo, am I gonna alley oop this shit, or am I gonna be like, fuck this shit? I decided to alley oop. I mean, saying. we get twenty four hours in a day. I could keep alley oop until you make it. You ah, can. You can. You're right. You're ah, right. But I, you just not proved my point, though. I gotta make it, though. You will make it. I gotta make confidence. it. confidence. All right, we're not gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna do this. You're not gonna win. <laughs> we're not gonna do this. But like again, like I think that what you're saying is valid. Where like honestly, when I read that, the only part that stood out to me was her saying. The older I get, I'd be like, how? I don't be satisfied long, and I don't want to settle. Yeah, right? I think that's being picky, though. I Settling mean, standards... Being picky. No, I think it's being picky. Like, you... I think it's being picky. Like, you got to know, like, okay, this is what I... This is what I'm good... Good... Like, not good for, but, like, you get a good dude. You can't just blow him off like that because you think he's boring or something like that. Yeah, but, yeah. Like that's that could have been the one, but you just you just blown off like a good a good dude a good girl just by like just by off your self sabotage is a thing. You think you need this certain thing in a relationship when you really don't. Like people, I'm, you thinking that you need a certain need thing. Need and want is different. Like that's right. That's so, wow. God damn. Mm-hmm. But also, wow. even even after that preliminary stage of like you know what you need versus what you want. When you get into the relationship, and like you said, you don't realize that it actually takes work. It's not just some easy peasy romantic fucking stars and butterflies type of situation. That shit ain't how it works. So I look at it like a essay. So you know how you're like in school doing a long essay, mm-hmm. and you're like thinking of what to say. I think it like compares to a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like the longer the essay is, the more you have to be creative and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can't half ass it. You can't. Bullshit. You can't just be fluffing words. You can't bullshit. Thenceforth. Yeah. yeah, you have to really know what the fuck you're talking about. In conclusion to my previous point, <laughs> like no. Yeah, it's easy to start off an essay like yeah. It's easy to start off an essay like yeah. You know, I'm talking about this, this, this. But then when it gets to the fifth, fourth, fifth, you gonna know if you page, bullshitting. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna keep repeating yourself, and then it's gonna get. I boring. like that. It's gonna get boring after a while, so yeah, you just—it's gonna take work, like you said. Yeah, you know? but that's why, like, honestly, the whole—I'm—I don't stay satisfied long. What does that mean? Where does that come from? What are the examples that you've had? Why do you think that is? Are you in therapy to address what that actually means? Because mm-hmm. that's also the thing where, again, this came from a lot of the conversations that Will and Jada had, where it's like. It is not someone else's responsibility to satisfy or, or make you happy. That is mm-hmm. absolutely not their responsibility. So if you're going into a relationship thinking that that's what that job entails, you're already going into it again with unrealistic expectations, likely because you didn't have realistic expectations um, mirrored for you. Yeah, and that kind of throw throw you off the market, like, mm-hmm. and that makes people not want to date you because they're intimidated. Like, damn, 
I got to keep this up. I got to keep this up. It's like, mm-hmm. that's too much. Like, I just want to be myself mm-hmm. and hope that she'll accept me for that. Like, exactly. I'm, and, uh, I'm also just interested in like, what, what's this obsession nowadays with just being cold? And emotionless. Yes, and I tell like, you that the fucking that that summer Walker shit. Started, <laughs> that I, I didn't even listen to it, but I could just tell how people were talking about it. Like, oh, this, you know, it's saying everybody's story and shit. And it's like, damn. Yeah. I appreciate how she came out herself, though. I listened to a few of the tracks, and I appreciate how she kind of came out herself, but she took a little bit of accountability. Cause girl, he wasn't shit. You knew he wasn't mm-hmm. shit. People said he wasn't shit. And you thought that the nigga would change for you, and he did not. So I mean, I'll listen to it one day. I, I think I'm gonna listen to it when um, take a ride down North Carolina. I'll listen to it. Yeah, it's definitely I'll a vibe. It's it's very Summer Walker. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, um, there'll be a few of those that I think that you'll yeah. particularly yeah, like. I like her. She's mm-hmm. she's good. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. Like people go into it with this idea of. I think the grass is greener and that's why I think it's important obviously within reason and as long as those conversations are also being had amongst themselves that Will and Jada bring light to some of the shit that people are not comfortable talking about. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you have generations after you who have these very romanticized ideas about what it means to be married for 20, 30, 40 years just like you said. Yeah. Like having this romanticized idea of like, oh, going 20, 30, 40 years without like without having any type of trials and tribulations, that's not real. That's not real. Mm-hmm. Because strictly because of the fact that people change. And like a large part of what people don't realize is that yeah, you're doing life together, but you're also doing life as individuals. Like you just so happen that's another shit that came from the research from like Will and Jada. Like, yes, you're doing life together, but y'all are walking side by side. Right. I am not your life. You are not my life. We are doing it together. We're making a conscious choice to actually walk side by side while we both go through our own shit individually and jointly. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people think about it that way. Yeah. A lot of people don't think like that. But yeah, this this generation, wow. it's, It's a lot. We just do too much. Everybody wanna be in the spotlight. Everyone, every, I'm going to use I'm gonna use your line on you. Everybody want to be in love. Everybody don't want to do the work. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Everybody want to go to the gym. Don't nobody want to work out. <laughs> like dead ass. Dead yeah, ass. Yeah, but yeah. I, get, I get the overstimulation. And that's why it's important to kind of set those boundaries within yourself as well. Because I think about it like, you know how you go into like a store? I'm not talking an organized store where they actually have like the sections laid out. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like a department store type of fucking what is it like a like a Walmart where you go in and it's clothes here, clothes here, and then the same clothes over there, and then they're on the first floor and the second floor. And it's like, where the fuck do I start? There's too mm-hmm. much going on. I don't know where to focus. Yeah. And I get sure. that. And that's why when you go into a fucking Walmart, you gotta know what the fuck you need. Mm-hmm. Right? You go into it. And you know what the fuck you need. But also, like Drew was saying, what are your actual standards? Yep. Are those standards complete hard nose? Are there things that you are willing to compromise on? Mm. Are those standards rooted in trauma? Are those standards from unrealistic representations and expectations? Like Those are questions that you have to ask yourself before you even try to invite another person into navigating who the fuck you are. You don't even know who the fuck you are. Yeah. Like, I, I, people uh, really don't think about that. Yeah, it's, it's just sad. I mean, people just gotta find out who they are first before they get in a relationship. And, like we always say, actually fucking liking the person. Yeah. Because romance is not the end-all be-all. It starts with actually liking the person, period. So it's it's work. It's not something that just fucking happens to you. I think that's another thing. Romanticize. You're thinking it falls in your lap and it's just fucking happening to you. No, you have to make conscious efforts mm-hmm. to keep that shit. Like your other metaphor, water in that shit. Right. Water in your garden. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the lesson here is getting out of the mindset of instant relationships and instant gratification 
because that doesn't really make space for the work that actually goes into it. Or like you said, the, the trials and tribulations, you, you leave out a whole pocket of that reality, which is that you're navigating a whole other person and that's going to be complicated, you know? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that there is an answer really. It's subjective to what you see as oversharing. Um, but as long as y'all having that conversation at home as well, and you both are comfortable. Oh yeah, yeah. That's and you both fun. are comfortable with sharing it, um, then by all means, because you don't know who you're helping. Yeah. You never true. know who you're actually helping by by actually um shining the light on what you went through or what you struggled with. Because those are not the only um, informative situations. It's not just happy times that help other people. It's the bad times, too. Honestly, mm-hmm. the bad times probably help more than the happy times, to be completely honest. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But let that's up. It. Let up. Let up on Will and Jada. They know what they're doing. Yeah, focus they know, on they, yourself. They know exactly what the fuck they're doing, y'all. Nah, focus on yourself. I they mean, probably at home sipping wine at the red table while y'all on keep yourself. on. Because all y'all motherfuckers in the comments, y'all buying nah, Will's y'all book. Focus on yourself, man. Worry about yourself, like mommy say. Worry about yourself. This generation is so stuck on social media. I wish there was no social media, honestly. I think it would be better for like society as a whole. Like people would remember stuff based on actual memory. Not comparing yourself to other people's lives and shit. But yeah, but yeah man. We want to hear what y'all got to say. How y'all feeling about the the trending, the never-ending trending topic of Will and Jada? How much to you is too much to share? Um, what line do you draw between it being education or oversharing? Um, and also, like, how do you think that plays a part in the narratives that we're feeding to the newer generations about what relationships really are and what they take to make it work. Mm-hmm. Hit us in our inbox, omagunza gmail.com. Or you can hit us on Instagram, omagunza. Oh mm-hmm. But until next time, we will see y'all when, when we, we see y'all. y'all. Can you say peace? Say peace, Yara. <laughs> peace. <laughs>